episode for you guys today talking about WandaVision episode four but before that if you're not already please subscribe to the channel leave a like leave a comment join the conversation let us know if we've missed something in our spoiler review an easter egg or whatever it may be we would uh, really like to hear from you guys all right to help me steer the ship today is longtime friend Alex how are you doing doing good Dom how are you doing man pretty good Glad to have you. Thanks for being on. Glad to be back. Another week. Yep. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Again, spoiler heavy review. I'm going to try and break down some things. And as always, maybe there's something that um, the audience has missed or we've missed. And we're going to try and pull those out from this episode. So the title is We Interrupt This Program. And it's a pretty good title. Uh, definitely for this episode actually before that um i did want to ask you alex uh how you guys have been enjoying the show so far yeah the the moment that the title screen of marvel studios appeared and you got that nostalgia of everything it was like we were like screaming in the house like oh my gosh it's (laughs) but the sad the, the only the sad thing is of course you don't get that feeling of hearing everybody in the crowd and everything because you know you're not at the theater but it's, it's such a crazy feeling seeing this as a TV show rather than a movie. And I, I'm right. thinking of, of replaying this whole series and watching it as like a movie. But so far, this, this show has been really, really well done. Um, I know my wife, she, she's a fan of this show. She's, a, she's just a, enjoying every second of it. Already getting on onto it before I am. This, this episode in particular, we woke up at the moment it, <laughs> it aired at 6 o'clock in the morning. So... So far, the nostalgia of watching it in like old sitcoms and in old like 50s, 60s eras, that's that is something that I really think is very cool. I feel like if 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 anybody who's watching who thought, well, you know, I don't know, because I, I just didn't get it. Or it's like you got to you got to understand this is this is a whole new phase, a whole new situation. We don't know what's going on. Nobody does. And so I yeah. think this is a, a really cool way to kind of introduce a whole new arc of what's going to happen in the MCU. We don't know what's going to go on. So, yeah, so far, well, I mean, we're just we're there s- to sit for the ride. Yeah, we're slowly like putting the pieces together. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's still a lot of craziness yet to come. Um, and I, I did want to ask you kind of about that sitcom feel and get your opinion because we talked about it in our early our earlier episodes um, about that's not going to be for everybody you know but yeah i know like me personally um i grew up and like my mom or older siblings um they had like some of these reruns of i love lucy and whatever it might be on um and you also get some definite twilight zone vibes as well um are those things that have interested you in the past that you found some enjoyment i mean it don't get me wrong i don't like them as much as like modern day tv or movies but i still find an appreciation for them it's one of those things where you just enjoy the things that started tv and it's things that started a lot of hollywood movies that we see today so i mean for me i know my wife loves those she she already has some of the songs she she was already calling out these names of what they were 
And so it was like, you know, for her and her way, way she grew up, I mean, she loves it. And so to me, it got it brought that excitement. Like, okay, I see, I see where they're going with this. I, I, I see what she's talking about and getting that part into, into this modern day. It, it's so cool. So for me, it's more of not, even though I, I don't really see those or I've never, you know, I'm not much into those old stuff to, to know that my wife is, or to see that just, just in general, trying to bring out stuff like that. I think it's really cool. I think that's a cool thing to do, you know, and for anybody who doesn't, I mean, I get it. It's a, it's definitely somebody who, if it's not for everybody, but they got to understand right. that just because they're doing it this way, you don't have to necessarily focus more on it. Focus on what's going on. Focus on why this is happening. You know, if you're real, if you're really into it, that, that's, I think that's what you need to focus on. Well, let's get right into the episode then. We don't get much of that sitcom feel anymore. Again, the title of this episode is We Interrupt This Program, and it is um, more of our modern day style of TV. And right off the bat, um, we start the show with Monica mm-hmm. Rambeau. We knew her as playing the character of Geraldine in the sitcom. Um, but actual name, Monica Rambeau from the comics. She's waking up from uh, what the Marvel universe refers to as uh, the blip. And so it's the aftermath. She's coming back to life. I'll tell you right now, Alex, I don't really care for that name blip. I wish they came up with something (laughs) better than that. It seems a little childish, you know, like, oh, blip. It was just a little blip. But I think that was because (laughs) of Spider-Man, right? Far from home. They just, they Mm -hmm. they made the name from that. But she's waking up. um, You see that's another thing about this show. Um, the production value, you don't lose any production value, like the effects of them coming back to life, you know, from the dust and coming back into human form looked incredible. Um, very intense, gets your heart racing a little bit, um, as she's running through the hospital and she's finding out that, um, her mother died, but she can't really, um, she can't really, put that together because it doesn't make any sense to her. And because she's lost all this time, she's lost a few years. Uh, But take me through a little bit um, of your thought process on this scene and um, just your overall thoughts of the intro. Yeah. Well, for, for me at first, we, we watched it and I had to reverse for a second because I was like, wait, what's, what's happening right now? And then it immediately occurred to me. Yeah. That this was the exact moment that Hulk snapped his fingers in Endgame like where he brought everybody back. And so I was actually getting like chills. I was like, Oh my God, this is scary of how I don't think people realize just like, it's going to come back on the Avengers again, even though it's funny because, you know, of course the Sokovia Accords are back. They're blaming, they always blame the Avengers, even if these are catastrophic things, but they save them. They always get blamed. But if you think about it, because the way they brought people back, it did have more consequences than it did if they would have just left it alone because you think about people because if this is how they come back you have people who are losing loved ones for years it's almost like that one show where they were lost on a plane they come back years later and like what's going on like i forget what show it was called but i know that there is there what i thought about too is the people that were in planes or people that were in the sky is that manifest manifest? yes manifest has that same vibe because it's like Mm -hmm. they've been gone technically they're dead but you know they come back and everything's different so you got that and then you also got scenarios where if if they are coming back at the exact spot that they were gone so you got uh, dozens of people they pretty much verified they got dozens of people whoever in planes whoever in a in a 
like a in the water in like a boat in the in the water. You got all these people that are just blipping out of nowhere. So not only that, you killed them <laughs> a second time. Blipping, blipping. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so lame. So, so, I, I, yeah, I wish they would have come up with a different name, but I think that the only reason they, they came up with courses is just to kind of get it simplified but more of like a funny joke to it. And so when you hear it more yeah. in a serious tone, like, yes, this person got blipped. It's kind of like, I can't <laughs> take it seriously, you know? But right. It's just, but at the same time, I think it's in this scene that we see in this episode, it really gets a kind of scary vibe, like a real, like terrifying thing that this is not a joke. It, this is like a serious right. thing that we're going to see how it affects everybody up until now. Because before... We've been all pretty much caught up in our reality, like like if like in 2020 or you know the times that we were watching the whole 10 years of movies, we we were it's like we were on the ride with these heroes, but now we're in a situation where they're on their own, they're in this whole new predicament that we have just it's it's, it's nuts, and so I think that whole first scene really kind of like set the stone as far as how this new MCU is going to go go on is from that event. Yeah, absolutely, and so we fast forward just a little bit and. It's right to the point um, leading up into episode one of WandaVision. Um, so Monica reunites with S.W.O.R.D. Um, we find out that she's a captain in the ranks. And she's paired up with uh, agent FBI agent Jimmy Woo. And so she meets him um, over by Westview, by the sign, uh, the town sign. What happened here was that he he lost someone in like the witness protection program, and but the bigger story here is that he's finding that no one knows about this person that went missing, and everyone has this um, idea that the town isn't even really in existence either, and that's what the the two officers tell uh, Jimmy and Monica as well. Um, did you want to shed any light on this as well? Yeah. So we follow with Monica Rambeau. She, we, we hear her, we hear kind of like segments of that Captain Marvel scene because she, she was there when she was with Captain Marvel in that movie, she was a little daughter. And so her mom right. was the fighter pilot. And so she was the one that established sword, the, the new shield, but it seems like as if sword was always there for a while as a contingency plan for, for if shield were to ever go down i think i don't know when they established when they came by came back because it's supposed to be shield's counterpart right but but sword is also supposed to be a little more aggressive uh than shield as well okay see I, and and that for me i'm getting i'm starting to do my own research because i have no idea who this so i've always thought i've always stuck with shield i've never heard of sword up until this point so it'll I be interesting cool. to see where that goes yeah. So, but as what you were talking about, so when we get to where we are now, um, it seems as though we're, we're finally getting some answers as how this town is actually a real town. It made me think, because the, the police officer is like, you know, I've never heard of this town before. It's, I'm in Eastview. And so I think what we're seeing here, based off of what we're already talking, what we're going to talk about later down the road, is that it's masked by potentially Wanda so far at all, all eyes point to Wanda being the, the, the real, the person that's making this all a reality. Is she but controlling it, those two officers too? Do you think, because why don't they even see, acknowledge the sign right there? See, and that's the thing. I think it's more of, 
a what I just I was thinking about it just now. Um, it, it's that one. It was like that one show, Twilight Zone, where right. really it's even though it's there, she put them on like this. I would say like a spell, but also like this way of thinking that this town isn't real. Uh, and even when Jimmy Woo, he was like telling Monica, "Hey, do you are you getting this weird feeling like you shouldn't? We shouldn't be." here we shouldn't be walking to this area because i think if the, if wanda is is masking this area not only is she saying this isn't real but she's saying step away keep 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 away from this area and i want to say that there are so many different kind of shows or movies of characters who do this kind of thing in different in different shows mind you where they where it's like they're it's like they're masking this location but not only are they shielding it, they're they're kind of like pushing it away from people's minds to make it seem like this is just a threat. Stay away from this area, and so it'll always be a, an area that it'll will be isolated by itself. Right. So I think that's what's happening. But I I'm sure we'll get more answers. But but yeah, it's it's more and it's weird because it's all like TV glitchy, like a shield. It's not like a it's not like some weird. It doesn't look like her power. It, it's all like a yeah. glitch, like a TV thing, and so. So it leads me to believe that maybe something else is entirely going on here. So, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit towards the end of the episode. We'll save that for like some yeah. um, speculations and theories going forward. Uh, but Monica does step closer and she starts to touch like that force field and she gets pulled in. And then we cut to our reintroduction of Kat Denning's character, um, Dr. Darcy Lewis that we have seen before in the Thor movies. Yes. Um, and she meets up with Jimmy and she's the one that discovers this broadcast of the WandaVision show. Yeah. Um, what do you think about her character in this show? And like, are you a fan of hers? And you think she added something here to this episode? I think that when we were watching her and Thor, she was always the funny, like geek character. I, I always liked watching her it was just like funny just making me always laugh kind of a thing it, i think she played a good role a good supporting role so to, to see her we haven't seen her since thor 2 i want to say thor 2 yeah i think so but, you know and that's a long time ago and either way either way if it was that long ago i mean it's nice to see old characters that they have on their roster to come back whenever they may need it and i think that really forms a good foundation to this next phase of the MCU where it's like, you can now bring anybody you want whenever you, whenever it fits the script. And I think that's really cool to just get actors like her or actresses or anybody to really fit the story. So like Jimmy Woo with him and, and at the last time we saw him was with Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, when I first saw him do the little card trick, I'm like, ah, oh, you got that from Ant-Man. He, he practiced. <laughs> he was the one that taught you that. And so, it was kind of a cool thing that they bring all these little Easter eggs from all the, the movies. And so you get that nostalgia yeah. feeling. So for her coming back and to, to really be the forefront, because before it was Natalie Portman's character that really found like Thor and, and, you know, got and, and got all that, but to now have her kind of like step up to the plate, uh, uh, mm -hmm. who was it? Darcy's character to step up to the plate and find out what's going on here it is really making these background characters more important. And I like that. It's just, it's really bringing everybody back and seeing that everybody has a place in this, in this Marvel universe. And so it's just something to really enjoy. And, and again, it was, it was funny to, to see how she 
the way she was watching the show because she was watching the sitcom so you see it's like we're like the audience along with her yeah and, and it was funny to kind of like see how she's all getting invested like we are like when we we were right. all laughing about the sitcom that was stuff. cool but, yeah but if you notice there were some scenes that she was seeing that we didn't see because that's when they found like J- monica i would say i forgot her other, her other name in the show geraldine, geraldine. yeah mm-hmm. so there were some scenes that you know we never saw but like i was telling because like my wife was like wondering like why why is that so we're you know where are we in this like we're basically the of course we're the audience we're watching everything now of course darcy's she's what her, did, own what audience her own warrior so like there's a scene of how they saw if you notice geraldine's just sitting there with her newspaper and then, uh-huh. we, and then, you know, and, and we see Wanda just kind of talking and walking around the, the city. And so, and the way they were talking about this sitcom as if there's more episodes in the 50s era. There, there's like more episodes that we didn't see. And then they were saying, oh, why does it keep changing generation uh, of sitcom eras? And there's more episodes here and there. And so, it, so the, yeah, there were, there was, there's like more scenes, even though they're not as important. It's just it oh, seems okay. like we're watching we're watching all the important parts that right. are happening. Right. So yeah, so this is it's interesting that she discovered this and she tied it to an energy that produces some sort of ra- radiation from old TVs. But now it's interesting because that radiation is the same kind of radiation that goes alongside with the infinity stones, gamma radiation. It's weird how it's interesting how this radiation and all that other stuff that they talk about, this energy comes from the same source, Wanda's powers, the infinity stones. And so I think there, there's something to that, that we might see in the future. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll touch on that a little bit more as well. Um, but first I was going to mention that uh, Darcy, she begins this discovery by, Um, seeing episode one and then again it's starting to play out and get closer to where we are um, in the series but they're also putting together who these actors are um, in real life in reality and what's interesting Mm -hmm. is that they found just about everyone but they didn't mention Agnes and they didn't mention Dottie and I feel like there's been a lot of speculation on both of those two characters and who they who they really are they didn't talk they didn't find Dottie. no i don't believe so that's interesting i only thought it was i only thought it was agnes yeah i think it's both of them i think both of them are going to play a really important role Mm -hmm. later on i mean so a lot of people are saying agnes is um agatha Agnes is definitely one, yeah. They're thinking she's the um, the this uh, mystic person called Agatha Harkness. Agatha yeah. Harkness. It's like very obvious if if it's not, or you know. So they finally spot Monica, and again we catch up to where we last saw her um, in last week's episode, where she's having this confrontation with Wanda. But now it, it zooms in and we start to see how it really unfolds. Because again, another another thing to realize is that Wanda is kind of trimming the video and only giving you um, just what she's allowing you to see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. But 
we get more context behind that scene from last week, that confrontation. And we see just like how upset Wanda gets and her reaction and um, activating her powers and pushing Monica through those walls and like ultimately through the force field landing into uh, the field. That's another thing that I wanted to talk to you about Alex's because we know from the comics, Monica Rambeau becomes um, another Captain Marvel. Right. Right. Yeah, does I believe she, so. Yep. Yeah. Does she already have her powers? Because if See, you think about her- it, someone getting thrown through all those like brick buildings and just oh, tossed, right. no, like, I know. so I'm like, far. Your back like, should be, you should be dead. <laughs> she would be gone. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she cracked her neck or at least something when she came yeah. down and she was just on the ground like and i'm like oh my god how do you survive that um you know unless it was either unless you know wanda didn't want her but wanda seemed like she wanted she was out for blood as soon as she realized that she doesn't belong there and that's what's right. really you're, scary she says you're trespassing yeah right and that's that that whole that whole thing really like got me all like freaked out to see actually see wanda and kind of like that villain role like what's going on now why are you you know doing this but no you're right monica should have powers from you know when it comes to energy you know alteration superhuman you know speed fight uh, strength so i don't know maybe she already does maybe she'll establish it later yeah because um, i'm pretty sure we're gonna see her in captain marvel too right and i think she's gonna take on the mantle um, as the next Captain Marvel. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess we'll find out. Does she have her powers? It would make sense that she already has has them at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Vision comes in. And this is what everyone's yes. talking about. <laughs> Again, we only saw a little bit of this scene last week. But now we're seeing stuff uh, from the eyes and viewpoint of Wanda. Vision asks, you know, is Geraldine still here? Mm. And Wanda says she asked, she had to leave or something like that, or she left. Uh, she turns around to see Vision, and such a, a scary sight to see Vision, like in his like dead form, where he's like com- completely gray and has yeah. this huge yeah. hole in his head. Yeah. Which we see in Infinity War. That's exactly how he he died. Yep. But how he, you know, he's still talking. It was (laughs) was scary, man. It was something else. It was, I literally like just grabbed my seat and I was just like, no way. And I was telling my wife, because this reminded me of of a scene in an old show called, it was the show Heroes. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. And it was, was yeah. yeah. And in that show, there's a scene where this hero that everybody loved, he, he got killed by this villain who was able to absorb all everybody's powers. Well, he, long story short, they wanted to they capture him, but they wanted to bring their, their, the, the guy that, they, that he killed back. And so they had somebody who was able to convince and able to like convince you to do whatever you want, convince the villain that you are this person you are the person that you killed and he, all his memories all his traits everything you are and he was able to morph 
And so as soon as he was commanded to do that, he was able to morph into the guy that he killed. Now, his whole – it was as if he was that same person, like nothing ever happened. But you know deep down he's, he's dead and he's played by somebody else. And so that scene reminded me of this because in later in that show, the guy realized, I'm dead, am I? And this isn't my real body. And so, you know, and he was gone. And so this is the exact thing where I told her, I'm like, think about what happened to the butterflies and the little sparrow, uh, the little stork that um, was in the baby room when Wanda and Vision were making the baby room. They were inanimate objects, and yet she was able to bring them to life. Right. And I think this is where it gets creepy is that more than likely, what if she had took his body from Wakanda, right? Yeah. And and more than likely, maybe she's using it and and reanimating it. And oh, just to, you yeah. know, and 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 for him, you know, he has all his characteristics back. He has all his memories and everything. But she's she has to use all her powers just to to do that. And of course, we see here where she kicked Monica out. She got she kind of lost control there. And so when she sees him, maybe that was like a quick flicker of like, oh, I'm losing I'm losing control here. Hold on, let me let me mask him up again. It could very well yeah, be that that's that, what that I was going to say. Thing. Yeah, that's what that's what I was going to say is because, you know, she she sees him, you know, um, in this in this state, you know, where he he's dead. That's what he really is. And she closes her eyes. You see, she look because she scares herself a little bit. Right. Right. She closes right. closes her eyes and opens them back up. And now you see vision is like you said probably reanimated brought back to life from her perspective yep. yep and and vision says we don't have to stay here and wanda says yes this is our home and he asks is it and she right. says she says yes i have everything under control <laughs> but she doesn't she like you said no. she's losing control mm-hmm. she's completely losing control Yep. Now we go back to Monica in the field um, and the, the sword agents are starting to um, come to her side. And this is again, where we left off in last week's episode and we just see her. Um, we see Monica say it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. And so now they're starting to figure out more of what's going on. Yep. And cut back to, um, Wanda and Vision. She says, "What should we, you know, watch tonight on TV?" They sit down at, on the couch uh, with the kids, and um, I believe now we're hearing some '80s rock music, probably letting us know what's gonna come, like what era is gonna come next week. That's how this closes out our episode. Um, but yeah, I want to do more speculation and, and any like final thoughts that you have on the episode. And then kind of like any theories of what we're going to see here pretty soon, Alex. Yeah. So, so every, everything that happened after that, I mean, we, they're obviously making it now official that she is the one that's doing this. She has the power to, we're, we're seeing her, her power really fledge out. And now it's like, okay, how does she get there? How, why is she doing this? Well, Ever since after Endgame, you know, we, we know that she went to Tony's funeral and then, you know, all well, all's well, ends well. But I, you know, not for her. She had Vision. She had her brother. She had Cap. Cap would con- con- 
you know, confide in her a bit and, and hear her out. Hawkeye helped her a lot. But now those, but now three of them, you know, are definitely gone. Hawkeye, he's with his family. She has essentially nobody. As much as she's part of the Avengers, she is alone. And so it's what as sad as it is, I we can kind of see where the motivation is coming from, as far as why yeah, she's exactly. doing this. And so how she gets there, there's so many theories out there. There's so many speculations. I, on the other hand, think that, of course. If she's the one that's doing this, she has to. There has to be more than that. And if they're going to tie it to the comics, we're we're talking Agnes, which is Agatha Harkness. And I had to look up her character because there's a lot of things that they, a lot of old stuff, but now there's new stuff in the comics that that kind of foreshadow what could be, what can they do? Because in the comics, she's a mentor to Wanda. She helps her kind of continue, like control her powers. And in the comic books, it's more called, it's called chaos magic because this kind of power is able to manifest different realities, manifest different things and be able to do whatever she wants at will. And I feel, and I think that because she got the power from the stone, we see now it's more than just what we have seen in the movies. She's now developed this new power that she is able to do more than what she can before. Because before she was still training, she was still trying to figure out you know who she is and right. i think now we're seeing maybe she made a deal with agatha i know they're talking about mephisto who is essentially like the devil of the marvel universe i've only ever seen him in like the old 90s spider-man cartoons um and he was more of like trying to invade earth and spider-man would always find ways to like because he was in a different re- different reality a different universe a different realm yeah they, it was just more of like that dark tone that they referred to him as that that being. So not not essentially the devil, but being at, in a in a different reality of like how Dormammu was with uh, Doctor Strange kind of a thing. Right, um, and the the movies are putting more of a sciency spin on things as well too, mm-hmm. and especially like what you were saying with the stones and like the cosmic universe. Yes. Yeah, Kevin Feige said that this he wants to make everything more cosmic related, more, you know, scientific science and everything that's that's what they're they're pushing for in this new phase is more of a cause the cosmic side of things. Yeah, and I like that too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So if they're gonna go that way, it would only make sense that this could be this could be a reason why, you know, Doctor Strange is interested because of course Agatha Harkness was also part of this in the strange Academy, she was affiliated with this in the comic books where, you know, they would train people who had these abilities to, to control them. And so we can see why we potentially see that maybe she's just getting help from Agnes, even though Agnes said to her, like, stop, don't, you know, say anything, stop, you know, immediately don't talk about why we're here. She could be the, the gatekeeper, so to speak, the one that's keeping everything at bay right you know for that way she can that way Wanda can have the life that she wanted or because now that we see her kids in the comics Mephisto used those kids as like a a way to 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 drain her powers yeah so there's so many things that could really bring out this I think he like uses them I think he kind of sorry I think he kind of uses them to like as like leverage to manipulate her a little bit too because he knows like her desires to have this like um 
normal life, right? Yeah. Live yeah. a normal life or what? Right. And what that was the whole House of M, House of M comic book series where she creates this world for her, you know, like you were saying that she wants a life. She wants a life, a normal life. And she, she never did, unfortunately. And I can understand that. It's like you want, after losing your brother, after losing all of your loved ones, it's like you just want some normal, normalcy. And so this could be that story just put into the MCU's way. Because, you know, they've always, yeah. they've always found ways to tie in the comic books, but they, they always do it in their version because it's a, it's a movie comic book. It's, it's their own writing of another comic book. And so it could be that. And we can very well see. And I told, I told my wife, I'm like, instead of saying like, because there was a scene where she in House of M in the comics where she t- said no more mutants. And immediately by doing that, she wiped like 90% of them. We could potentially see her trying to wipe out the Avengers. She could, if she's gonna, oh, if she's yeah. gonna set up for the for for the for kind of like a villain part, you know, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. She has all the all the recipes to do that, you know. She we see her already fighting Monica, taking her out, and everybody is already scared of her, you know. During the Sokovia Accords, she was the reason why that started, um, right? And so the world, even Vision, told her like, you know, if you leave in Civil War, he told her like, you. If you leave and, and do your own thing with Cap, you know, everybody will still be afraid of you. And she even told Vision, like, I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about myself. Yeah. And we can very well see that the Avengers caused Vision's death. The Avengers caused her brother's death. Even though it was all these other factors, just like everybody around the world, they don't, they don't blame – well, they don't blame the enemy. They blame the cause. Who, you know, who, who, who started this from the beginning? The Avengers. She can very well say no more Avengers. She can very well try to be that next villain that we see, kind of like make a make a forefront, but potentially try to be there and and hopefully be saved later down the road. But we'll see. We'll see how this comes comes about. There's so many different questions. How they're going to push this out there? They already have the recipe that kind of shows that they're going to go through this route. But I guess it just all depends on what they have in mind what, what is the yeah. mcu going to do with this material but i think that it's going to be interesting to see scarlet witch become the villain the villain i think she will and i think that'll be a cool thing to do because in the combo she is but then all the at the same time she has joined with the avengers in the comic books she has joined the x-men she's just of course looking out for herself and she just wants a, a little bit of normal and i think that we're going to see that Develop. So as we start to wrap up, um, two more things I just wanted to talk to you about briefly is X-Men you mentioned. And so my my introduction in, and like my love for comic books and um, these movies came from X-Men, you know, the original cartoon show. And so that's definitely close to my heart. And we know like you mentioned, Scarlet Witch has been a part of the X-Men um, series. And also what's really interesting is that, I don't know if you, when you looked up S.W.O.R.D. a little bit, one of their members is supposed to be Beast. What? Which, which is no. really cool. Okay. I was, I was actually hoping that we might see like um, towards the beginning of the episode when they're like walking in the hall with um you know, the, the director of sword, like maybe in like another room, you might see like one of the, the X-Men name. or something. 
Ooh. be so cool. Um, but yeah, there's been speculation on introducing the X-Men. Another thing I wanted to mention is that um, I, I learned recently that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Scarlet Witch is not a mutant like she yep. was before. Yep. Doesn't necessarily mean that she can't introduce the mutants, though. Right. And that's what I looked up because we, we were talking about that and it didn't make sense because, well, it did only because at the time of her reveal, X-Men wasn't part of the MCU, of course. And so, you know, people question, well, she's supposed to be Magneto's kid and everything like that. But they did rewrite her, her character in the later comic book issues where she's more, she is an orphan and she's, that, that uh, she was basically researched and she her powers were were stemmed from all this research it wasn't so it kind of goes along with mcu where her powers came from the stone and not from being yeah. a mutant and i think right. and so it, it just justifies that she is just this new character and like i was i was explaining that if you think about it it, it makes sense people are probably thinking well why why did he do this why didn't well think about it she wasn't a big character for a lot of people uh, up until recently and in the comic books there have been so many different t- times people changed people's characters to characters that people didn't really read a lot about and so it's only that we're interested in because you know now she's becoming a main character in the marvel universe for many people is now we're invested like okay where does she come from who is she what's she doing but yeah like to tie in with the x-men i mean if they were to come make the x-men come to the mcu it'd be like a reaction from the snap like the radiation from the stones again, bringing back the radiation part of it, that it uh-huh. established the mutant gene in the oh, man we're okay. bringing in. Kind of like a more like scientific, like a more like a, re- a reason why now they are here, why they're developing. Yeah. Like after the blip, now these people who have been blipped, they are now having powers because they're, they came back from the stone and not just from being born, you know, coming alive in the, you know, just naturally but like being reborn from the stone from the radiation and now they have a, a mutant gene that could be a thing but there's so many cool. mm-hmm. that, there's so many questions you got to really write that out really well i think that would be a really good way to to justify it or you go the easy way and we all know the easy way is if if the multiverse of madness that's coming out is going to be a thing you can just bring a, a new a reality from a you know, the X-Men coming in. Now, I agree with my wife when she said that she said, if they do that, they better bring the classic characters. Don't bring, oh, yeah. don't, don't bring a, don't, <laughs> let, let me, let me give a good example. Don't, don't bring a, a Wolverine. Like Sunfire. Sunfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't bring a character who is supposed to be Storm. But instead, she does something else, or she is like, uh, she's not the classic storm. She's just like a different version of that character, right? Or she's different, a different version of Wolverine. You know, if you're gonna bring these characters, they have to be the classic ones that we know, that we all know. But to kind of make it a thing where everybody now has to war- deal with this could be from the blip. It could be a thing where the blip is actually the start of the mutant gene that created mutants. <laughs> Which would be a cool thing in a whole new line of, you know, storytelling. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that end. Yeah, absolutely. Some other really great points. And yeah, I think that would be an awesome idea to use the stones uh, to start that all off. Last thing, 
before we wrap up hydra do you think they're behind this and do you think maybe they're um playing a part maybe alongside agnes in controlling wanda a little bit again like i had mentioned um maybe they're the ones kind of giving her leverage um trying to manipulate her into using her powers this way because this is you can be this powerful and you can have all of these things that you want that's a good theory and that's a that's i think that would really show just how powerful hydra is because of course shield is gone and now we have sword and yet hydra's still around i mean that would be a really cool thing to bring out i think that I would like that more than Mephisto, honestly. I would like that more than Mephisto. I don't care for Mephisto. I never cared for a lot of these other characters I bring in. Just because, and it's just not, it's not only the fact that they, they're all these dark, demonic characters, but it's more of your, the way you've established the MCU, it wasn't so much of supernatural. It was more just trying to make it real, trying to make it fit in the real world. You know what I mean? And so even though they're yeah. all, you know, obviously it's not real but it's just it the whole thing with dr strange making it a whole it's all science really it's all different universes that they're able to you know have these abilities it's all it's the way the world is worked the stones and just from the, the outside in the universe that all these crazy you know cosmic beings are the reason why these powers and these things are coming to be you know with thor and all also that. yeah also when it comes to Hydra, they're very much based on the Nazis, right? Like, right. very much so. And that's like a kind of evil, a kind of bad that we can relate to on a personal level. Exactly. And you yeah. have that within these comic books, within these movies, and it makes everything hit home much more so for us yeah. because we can relate to that source of evil. Right. And and with that being said that, like even with Red Skull, he was trying to find all these super crazy natural things to to rule the world. And that's pretty much how the Nazis were. They wanted to go and find these, you know, mystic things that kind of and it was like so out of this world. But that's how they were. And it just does. It does help to relate. And it would be a very cool turnaround for Wanda because they created her struck her with the, the help with Hydra, as we saw in the in those commercials, kind of like show the timeline where it kind of re like revisited why she became who she is you know the little with the little toaster it was the stark industries with the bomb how she became you know and then you saw the strucker watch that how she even became in hydra hydra's there and it's interesting how how does that tie in with wanda we know why strucker did because she created they created wanda but why is hydra there and it could be that Maybe they are trying to brainwash her. Maybe they are trying to find – they found her again, and they're, not, and they're not done with her. And that would be a really great turnaround as far as her villain, her true villain, is the people who created her essentially. And so for Agatha to kind of be like instead of uh, – because she's supposed to be like this, like this spokesman for Mephisto. Maybe she's a spokesman for you know Hydra. Maybe even Mephisto is just a code name in the MCU to be in in Hydra, you know, another just another villain in Hydra. That would be a cool thing too. But if if Hydra's involved still, then maybe it'll tie along with Falcon Winter Soldier. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll give more reason to get Cap back because I know they they confirmed with Chris. They basically confirmed that Chris Evans is back as Captain yeah, America, which I'm excited that. for. 
But now, even and I liked how there was this interview about Chris Evans when he talked about bringing Cap back, and he said it perfectly. If you're gonna bring him back, make it worth it. Write it that makes sense. That still helps fulfill his character arc because you essentially finished his arc. But if you're just gonna write him for like money reasons and all this other stuff, it's it's not gonna go well. But a good reason to bring it back too could be to help Wanda maybe to potentially stop Hydra if they're if they are the villains in this world. It'll be interesting. It'll be kind of out there because Hydra is not really associated too much with with what we're seeing because it's usually associated with Captain America or anybody from that world. But technically, it is because they created her and her brother with their abilities. So. That would be a cool theory. That would be a that to me that would probably be a little bit better to watch <laughs> for many, and I think it'll be a lot more easy to digest because then if you bring all this other stuff into it, it's going to be a lot. But who knows? I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I think it's safe to say we've been really enjoying Wandavision so far, and um, it's been a great episode today, Alex, being able to yeah. talk with you and having you on here. Um, so really appreciate that. Yeah, but man, I, I think it. that's going to do it. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap everything up for us here today at the Starfighter Podcast. And we hope that you'll continue to join us on our next episode. Uh, Continue to like the videos. Leave us a comment. Again, anything that you might have uh, picked out that we weren't able to touch on, throw it out there. We'd love to hear from you. But we will see you next time. We're signing off. Later.